Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. माउंटेन ईब्राहिमीब्राहिमेंगे and here we facing another storm allah make it easy for us inshallah i tell you cape of storms cape of good hope now you know you have your choice there you say it's a cape of good hope and sunday says a cape of storms read dromedaris farvas yan van rabia hey that is history let's get into the questions uh, that has come through and uh, Yeah, there's it here. It says, "Assalamu alaikum, uh, Mufti." A Muslim political party has called on government to pardon Zuma. Is this correct, Mufti Saab? Again, Zuma in the news, uh, Shafat. Yes, of the political party Al Jamaa. You know that in Islam, that we all innocent until proven guilty. And I think that is common law as well. So, uh, uh, state will have to prove uh, that uh, Jacob Zuma is uh, guilty. Beyond a reasonable doubt, but there is no special treatment for anyone. Everyone is bound by the law, Shafat. We cannot uh, treat one like Zandariella and the other one like a criminal, you know. So, if uh, the person has been found guilty, then he has to face the time, uh, irrespective if it was the president or the king, etc. You commit a crime, you have to pay the time. That is uh, the law in Islam as well, you know. If uh, the president uh, takes it upon himself to pardon uh, the former president. You know what can we as South Africans say? Except that the law and the system is failing us because there's other people as well that is in need of pardon. So we should be very, very careful how we promote this particular fiasco that is playing out here in South Africa, and it could possibly cause a change in the political landscape as well. Gee. Well, Mufti Saab, as you said, you do the crime, you spend the time. But in the case of Yusuf Ali Salam, he didn't do the crime. But he spent the time. What's your verdict? Yes, yes. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala freed him, uh, Shafat. And not only did Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala free him, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala also made him king uh, after that. You know, so because of his innocence, and he made du'a that Ya Allah, that Asijanu Habu Ilayya Mimma Yadaunani Ilay, or Mimma Tadaunani Ilay, that the prison is better than the zina and folk that these people are calling me to. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala first Jabala or Rabbu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually accepted him, made the dua to go uh, to jail, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded to his dua. So we should be very, very careful also what type of duas we make. We don't know when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts such duas. You know, Mufti Sahib, looking at the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, and you know, now we know who put him in jail and on a false trumped-up charge. And uh, many people or many uh, 
you know, um, uh, men are going into jail on trumped up charges and false accusations. Uh, is this the time of uh, the zamana of, you know, perhaps the kiyama is coming through where people will be put in jail for trumped up or false charges also, Mufti Saab? Yes, it is part of suppressing the haq and the truth out there. It's pe- people speaking the truth. They will be jailed and they will be silenced. You can see on social media also these platforms. Anyone who speaks contrary to what the modern day narrative is, uh, that person will be silenced. So that is a sign of Tiyama Shafat that the truth will be suppressed. And uh, those people who are speaking lies and lies will be treated as the truth also. Well, said the Mufti Sahib, looking at this question, said, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti, do I have to perform a qurbani for my two non-Balik kids? And if I do, uh, they, what are the benefits of Mufti Sahib? Qurbani uh, is wadib on a person who has uh, the zakat amount shafa'at. Uh, so if you want to slaughter on behalf of your non-Balik children and you are by the means, then do so by all means, inshallah. There will be khair, there will be barakah in there. There will also be tremendous uh, tawab and rewards in there for every fiber of the sheep uh, that you are slaughtering will be one hasana, one good deed. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will uh, multiply it for you. So if you are by the means, uh, then perform qurbani for your non-Balik uh, children as well, you know, because at least the Qurban would have been performed for them, G. Alhamdulillah, looking at this question, it says, Can a female slaughter her own sheep for Qurbani? Yes, it is permissible for a female to slaughter her own sheep. Uh, you must remember that uh, it should be done with a uh, uh, full hijab also, because uh, whenever we perform Qurbani, there's always other people attending uh, our Qurbani procedure as well. Uh, this year will be slightly different because uh, we almost probably still be under lockdown. And uh, so people will be performing the Qurbani at home. So if there's family members, uh, then, of course, the female can slaughter her own sheep. If she does not want to do that, then uh, she can uh, delegate the duty to her husband or to one of her siblings, etc., and they can perform it on her behalf also, G. Yes, a little Bo Peep who lost her sheep. Hey, little Bo Peep, if you find your sheep... You can make the Qurbani. Yeah, Mufti Smith said you can do it. Okay. <laughs> this question says, uh, Mufti Saab, uh, how safe are the Chinese uh, vaccines? The Chinese uh, vaccines, uh, Shafat, it is only the Sino, uh, Sinopharm or Sinopharm, uh, Sinovac, etc. It is only 50.7% uh, effective against uh, COVID-19. I don't even know uh, how safe it is against uh, the Delta strain. We have so many strains and variants coming along now, so 507 only. And then any person trusting anything coming from China nowadays should have his mind read also, because remember the Wuhan virus coming from China also, and now they're giving us uh, these uh, vaccines also. I've seen uh, in uh, Indonesia it is uh, not actually effective. More than 20 doctors uh, has been killed after taking the Chinese vaccine, also contracted uh, COVID-19 and passed away subsequently. So people should make an informed decision before taking any one of uh, these uh, vaccines, G. Uh, Mufti Saba, what is the ruling on slaughtering pregnant animals of a kurbani? In the Hanafi Muslim, it is permissible for people to slaughter uh, pregnant animals. However, it will be disliked if the animal is uh, uh, pregnant and close to giving birth. 
then a person should rather buy another animal instead and replace that animal and allow that animal to give birth as well. You know, so if the pregnancy is still in the early stages, then it would be permissible for those following the Shafi Madhab. It is not permissible uh, for them to slaughter a, a pregnant animal because it affects the quality of the meat. Uh, a pregnant animal has less meat, although the stomach looks bloated, uh, the amount of actual fiber in meat and muscle uh, will be of less, you know, so it affects the meat in the way Shafi's, uh, they cannot uh, slaughter pregnant animals, too. Hey, yalla Shafi, man. Yalla can the meat, eh? Hey, 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 hey. for that. Hey, they eat the right meat. Uh, this question on the screen says, I'm a religiously committed girl, but I have a problem. My fiancé refuses to let me wear hijab, even a modern hijab. I'm wondering whether I should go ahead with the marriage or reject him. Mufti Saab, what say yay? Yes, Shafat, remember that fiancé builds in Islam. Islam doesn't allow courting. So we cannot be religious if we still have boyfriends and girlfriends in Islam, you know. So that is the first thing. Number two, any person who det- uh, deters you from wearing something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made compulsory, that is not a good person. So if your life is like that now, tomorrow you'll object about your dress code, you're wearing abaya, you're covering yourself, etc., and going uh, uh, doing Islamic things, you'll have objections for that also. So in this case, it would be best to make salat with istikhara, but my gut feeling tells me here that uh, rather find another person, a person who's more dini inclined, who will encourage his future wife to dress appropriately, especially uh, during this time in age of fitna and facade, uh, Shafat, you know, when people can be misled so easily. So we have to look at the well-being of our children and uh, help them in making decisions when it comes to selecting uh, prospective spouses for the future because it is a husband today, but tomorrow that husband will become a father. Then what type of father will that be for your children? If he does that to his wife, then what will be the condition of a children that is born out of such a wedlock? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and make it easy, I mean, uh, looking at this question, says, Assalamu alaikum. Is a Qurbani fard or Sunnah, Mufti Saab? Uh, for Shafi people, it is Sunnah. Emphasize Sunnah for that matter. For in the Hanafi Madhab, it is compulsory on any person who has uh, the amount of Nisab, Zakat Nisab, so that person has to perform a Qurbani Shafat. So you will have to look at your financial uh, situation, you will have to look at your accounts, and then if you have more than the Nisab amount, which obviously varies seven, eight thousand rand, you can look at the financial indicators. If you see that uh, you have more than that amount, then you will have to perform Qurbani in the Hanafi Madhab G. Yeah, brother, in the uh, Hanifi Mazab, you got the gold coin, the Kruger coin. Hey, you have to make a lot of Qurbani. Yeah, a lot of Qurbani. Mufti Sahib, uh, this question says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. We have our pastors are marching against the closure of churches. Where is our local ulama in taking steps to open masajids, uh, Mufti Sahib? Uh, shocking indeed, Shafat. I saw a pastor here in Cape Town. You know, I, one day I came out of the house and I had to go purchase something and I saw the, the headlines on the billboard saying uh, of the newspapers in the churches are, uh, are marching against uh, government lockdown off and they're saying that uh, the reason for that is that the government has actually criminalized worship. So we support it 100%. You know, the ulama should uh, take steps as well in uh, writing to the government and voicing their opinion. Instead, some of the ulama did the complete opposite. Not too long ago, they marched instead to the courts to have the Masadid uh, closed down. So where is the Islam? Then we have to learn from uh, these pastors. You know, they're teaching us something here that we have to stand up 
for our religious beliefs and our religious uh, rights. So our hikmat al-dala to mu'min. Sometimes wisdom is a lost word, lost position of a believer. That wherever he sees it, he is to pick it up. It belongs to him. So in this case, we have to take lessons uh, from uh, these uh, pastors and churches that are marching for the reopening of their places of worship. We cannot still uh, fear the virus and keep our basadid under lockdown. And while the churches are opening it up, uh, they're not scared of the government shafat. We have to take lessons and heed from this also, inshallah, Assalamu alaikum Mufti Saab. I took my cousin's uh, money, invested in cryptocurrency on his behalf. The crypto market crashed and now his money is worth half its original value. And he's claiming his money from me even after I showed him the market and explained the risk involved. Am I wrong uh, to make him uh, wait until the market picks up again? Mufti? Shafat, uh, that, uh, this is a partnership. So in a partnership, you know that there's risk sharing and there's profit sharing as well. He had to explain to his partner that uh, when he took the money to invest it in a Mudaraba uh, uh, transaction, uh, you know, that one person takes the capital invested and uh, the other person provides the capital. So in this case here, there will be risk sharing just as is, uh, there is a profit sharing as well. I'm sure his partner will not have objected if he has received his profits, so he cannot object to uh, suffering a lot as well. So yes, you are right. You have to explain to him this uh, particular point that uh, you have to share the risk uh, as well and he can wait for his uh, investment until the market uh, becomes better and more stable. We've read about the 53 billion heist of uh, cryptocurrency here in South Africa. Unfortunately, again, two Muslims are behind it and uh, they've disappeared just as Harry Houdini has disappeared. Shafat. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our people out there. They should be very, very careful how they invest and in who they invest also. Gee. Yeah, Yusuf knows the name too. He's giving me the name. Hey, I don't advertise. Maybe they'll make a comeback. Yeah, you know, like Huduni came back. 52 billion rands, Mufti Saab. Buy a cow, buy a cow. And yeah, when the Akhira, yeah, you're going to the Akhira and you meet Allah. 52 billion. Hukukullah and Hukukul Ibad. So the Hukukul Ibad is a big story for these youngsters. Beware. Hukukul Ibad. Yeah, that Mufti will say, where's my crypto money? Hey, you ate it. I wanted to give to the poor. Anyway, Allah knows the intentions of people, uh, Mufti Saba. This question says, uh, can uh, Shafi followers perform a Juma with uh, four people, Mufti? Uh, Shafat in the Shafi Madhab, uh, Juma is only valid with 40 people. So if you have 40 people, then a uh, Juma Salah will be valid. However, it is under normal circumstances. Now, because of uh, satanic protocols and COVID rules, etc., lockdown, all of these things, uh, there is permission within the Shafi Madhab, Imam Asriyuti, Rahimullah Ta'ala, Imam Muzani, Rahimullah Ta'ala, they have given permission that uh, uh, the same as uh, the Hanafi Madhab, that if there is four people, including the Imam, then a valid Juma can uh, be held, you know, so those people will give the special uh, special uh, concession for the people that they can use this particular view because of the current uh, situation, and we don't know if it will get better anytime soon also. So people who want to perform Juma in the Shafi Madhab, they can use the verdict and view that just four people can constitute a uh, valid Juma also, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Saba, this question says that we are flower sellers and have uh, to prepare bouquets of Christian for Christian funerals. What is the ruling? 
Yes, it is very, very important. That we have to assist in piety and righteousness. They don't assist in sin and transgression. If these are flower bouquets, has anything or any religious connotation to Christian funerals, then it would not be permissible for you to apply them with things like this. You know, specifically, if you have to add the Christian cards in a, a Christian uh, uh, things that has uh, religious connotations like crosses, etc., then uh, that would not be permissible. You can direct them to someone else who can uh, provide them, uh, pro- most probably a non-Muslim who can provide them with uh, their specific needs. G. Mufti Saab, on a lighter note, I'm enjoying the show. Those two lighties uh, that uh, did the cryptocurrency uh, uh, Houdini trick, as you say, were 18 and 21 years old. In my opinion, Mufti Saab, they were too good. T-W-O-O-O-O, good. <laughs> Lighter note, Mufti Sam. <laughs> I mean, the light is, hey, how did they come up with that uh, scam? I don't know, Mufti Sam. Yes, this is if you don't deal with something that is tangible, you're dealing with cryptocurrencies that only exist uh, out there in, uh, in, in you know, in, as, as they say, in uh, the digital world. That's why Islam has always been a safe religion. We invest in actual gold and in actual silver that we can see. So for a person to carry 52 billion rands worth of gold on his back, he won't get very partial part. But if mm. you're only dealing with numbers and digits, uh, then you can transfer it from here to there because, you know, the cryptocurrency mining also, that is another aspect of cryptocurrency. So it will disappear. And later on, it will resurface also, G. I have to give you a gold medal for that. Absolutely brilliant answer. I mean, I mean that is divine decree. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows exactly what we, the human mind thinks of because he created good and evil. And this is it exactly. Mining electricity, mining your computers. Mine. Why are you letting your mind be undermined, people? Okay, we leave it at that. And uh, uh, this message says, if the father passed away, can the mother transfer the house onto her name, uh, Mufti Saab? This is a very important question, Shafat, and it uh, happens so, so very often that after the demise of the father, the mother automatically assumes that the house belongs to her, and she transfers the house onto her name and into her name, so that is incorrect. If the father has given the house in his lifetime to the mother, then that is a different story, of course. It becomes her possession if she has taken ownership of that in his lifetime. When the father passes away, then that automatically, if the house belonged to him, then that automatically becomes part of the estate. It will become part of the inheritance. So there's other people's shares uh, that is included into that. So in this case, we tell the people normally that uh, the amount of the house needs to be verified independent, you know, what is the value of the house. And uh, then as such, if the mother wants the house, she has to pay out the other heirs, the other siblings that uh, needs to inherit, and then she can transfer the house into her name. If not, she has taken something that is unlawfully uh, not, uh, does not belong to her also because it is unlawful and she is depriving the heirs of something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to them and in such she has committed a very very grave sin so I always encourage the fathers out there that uh, uh, correct this thing in your lifetime so as to avoid disputes after your demise they'll be fighting between siblings and between the mother uh, which is not very very good you know you want to leave things uh, as it is so sort of the documentation and everything out tell your children listen here the house belongs to uh, my wife if I pass away, etc., or tell them that this will go and form part of my estate and put it into writing also, is to avoid future disputes, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, this question says, Assalamu alaikum. Can we make an agreement between spouses that whoever dies first, 
the other gets the house and its contents. Mufti? You cannot make something like that, you know, because when a person dies automatically, uh, that does not belong to him or to her anymore. It will go and form part of uh, the estate shafat. You can give it away as a wasiya, as a bequest in your lifetime. Islam has permitted that, that you can give it to the people in their lifetime. Uh, you can divide your estate in your lifetime. Also, no problem. Uh, as long as your wasiya, your bequest doesn't exceed one third. However, as the case of uh, the house here, you cannot make such a condition because then you'll deprive is so rather uh, make what Islam is permitted and what Islam is legalized. You know, uh, give the shares uh, that uh, is due to the owners that will be received after your demise, and in that way you will not deprive any heir of what Allah Subhanahu wa afforded in G. Jazakallah for that. Uh, some who judge us to we owed outstanding monies. How can they retrieve it, uh, Mufti Sab? Sadly, yes, uh, many hujjahs are still out, outstanding monies. I think the best is to discuss uh, what Saud uh, they have uh, mentioned last time. I remember and recall that they are busy with uh, legal matters uh, taking those people or those uh, uh, agencies that still owes the people money. But uh, I've just came from abroad, Shafat. I know that many of the monies are still tied up in hotels and still tied up to certain airlines. So perhaps some of these people are still waiting on that money, but they should liaise with the people that they are owing money. You cannot allow months and months to go past, you know, in uh, leaving the people with speculation only, and uh, the people will make sure don't thinking bad of you. That uh, communicate with these people and tell them that you are also waiting on the funds from that side before it will be transferred. And remember, it is an amanat. The last person you want to con and rob and steal is the guest of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Ji. Uh, Mufti Saab, does my son uh, need any uh, need my approval uh, to get married, or can he just get married? A son uh, does not require a wali and a wakil to get married. He can get married, you know, but however there's uh, the ethical side of things, Shafat, you need the blessings of your parents. You need the du'as of your parents, and that will help you go further and far in life also. Now, if you can just come pitch up one day and say, listen, yeah, I'm married, then what good can uh, there be in that, you know, they haven't witnessed your uh, wedding ceremony. They haven't been part of the planning. They didn't uh, have a chance to look at the spouse, prospective spouse that you're getting married to, you know, so there's a good good way of doing things. It's a beautiful way of doing things also. So in this case, we have to look uh, beyond uh, that of being just permissible because we're speaking about your parents now. You don't want to upset them. You don't want to cause them heartache and grief also. And you don't want bad to ask to emanate from them as well. So be very, very careful of uh, how you treat and uh, deal with your parents because one day you'll become a parent and your children will treat you exactly the same manner as you've treated your, uh, your parents today. Well said there. Assalamu alaikum. When slaughtering small animals, uh, is it permissible to read the dua and chop off the heads? Uh, so also uh, we have to slaughter until the veins are slit. Mufti Saab. Yes, at least four veins uh, should be cut when performing kurbani. Small animals, Shafat, remember that uh, you can slaughter a sheep that is six months old, but it should resemble uh, that of a one-year-old in stature and bulk. So you can't slaughter a, such a small animal for kurbani because uh, beyond the uh, uh, time span that we've given you now, beyond the amount of years or months, that it should be actually, because uh, then it will not Yes, so you can read the du'a if the animal is uh, in its appropriate uh, year, and then you can slaughter it, and it will be sufficient, inshallah. Gee, Gee Mufti, uh, Mufti, you know, I'm thinking when you're about to slaughter the animal and you see tears flowing from its eyes, so what do you do, Mufti Sab? 
You have to keep your emotions uh, uh, back, Shavad, and you have to think that there's great bounty and fadl from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reflect on the story of uh, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam and Nabi Ismail alayhi salatu salam because when he was about to be slaughtered, he told his father that please sharpen the knife. Ibn Kathir mentions this, you know, so that I don't feel the pain of that knife and also tie my, uh, my clothing, make it tight so that I don't move and jerk around when you are about to slaughter me and uh, then stand a distance from me as well. I don't want the blood to go onto your clothes so that when my mother sees the blood then she will become grieved as well. This is a 12-year-old boy, Nabi Ismail salam, giving his father, Nabi Ibrahim salam, some advice on how to perform kurbani. So this will, will you have to reflect on at the time when you're putting the knife against the veins of that animal and you should think that this could have been your eldest son as well but because of the trouble of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah made it easy by sending down a sheep from Jannah to started this kurbani process. G. Well said there, Mufti Saab. Uh, we're getting a take two on the question that I asked you, uh, uh, you know, in regards to when slaughtering small animals, is it permissible to read the dua and chop off the heads? Or sh- so uh, also have to slaughter until the veins are, uh, are slit. And this is in reference to small uh, chickens and quails, etc., Mufti Saab. Yes, with small animals, uh, chickens, uh, quails, etc., it is permissible because uh, the, the next is very, very thin, uh, Shafat, so most probably uh, you'll cut off, uh, if you're not skilled and trained, you'll cut off the entire head. Uh, but uh, what is required, the minimum requirement is, is the four veins, you know. So if you have skills in it, then you can do that. Read the dua, peacefully. If the head falls off uh, and it is beyond uh, your your comprehension, beyond your means, and then that is something that has been done already. So, inshallah, there will be no sin upon you, Mufti Saab, uh, who should uh, refrain uh, from cutting the nails, etc., from the first uh, Zulhijjah? Yes, we're on the uh, eve of uh, the first of the Hajj, inshallah. Blessed months of Shabbat, the months of Hajj, you know. So those people who intend performing Qurbani, uh, that they will themselves physically perform Qurbani, or uh, because of lockdown, uh, they'll appoint someone to perform Qurbani. So they are the people who should refrain from cutting their nails and cutting their etc. Uh, they can do it uh, on the 10th of the Hajj, on the day of Eid, after the animals have been uh, cut and slaughtered, uh, then uh, they can resume that uh, of the cutting of the hair and the cutting of the nails as well, G. Uh, is it permissible for my daughter to wear braces uh, to fix her uh, crooked teeth, uh, Mufti Saab? It is permissible for a person uh, to uh, wear braces to fix crooked teeth. That will not be considered as a changing and altering the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, it will be rectifying something that can be rectified, Shafat. So, yes, you can wear braces. Uh, there will be no harm upon you if you do that, G. Can a person uh, borrow money to perform a kurbani? Kurbani, like we said in the beginning, Shafat, it is only permissible uh, or those people who have the nisab amount of zakat, they can perform kurbani, becomes wajib upon uh, that person. Uh, it is not uh, always good to put yourself into difficulty by borrowing money and incurring debt just to perform the kurbani. That means you don't have sufficient money to perform kurbani. So kurbani will not be wajib upon such a person. It is only wajib upon a person who has the means to perform kurbani, G. You know, Kurbani is uh, such an important thing. And, uh, you know, I recall in Urdu, say, Kurbani, Kurbani, Allah ko piyari hai, Kurbani. Mufti Sahib, uh, you were absolutely, MashaAllah. There's no other word can say, you know, MashaAllah. Mufti Sahib, so MashaAllah. Mufti Sahib, uh, uh, perhaps your parting words uh, this morning. 
Allah make it easy for the ones of Hajj or Shafat or those who have the permissible means to perform Qurbani, let them perform Qurbani, no, do not let things detract us from uh, performing those great uh, ibadah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, so perform that inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant Shafa Kamil to all those people who are sick and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant Jannatul Firdaus to all those people who have departed as Jazakumullah Khairan, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to Mufti Ibrahim Smith and alhamdulillah to all of you that sent in uh, questions uh, this morning. Uh, really, you made the show very buoyant and uh, Yusuf and I were just having a discussion about that from uh, Ahmad Mantur Sheikh Imam and what you have done this, uh, alhamdulillah, really added a value to our Jumma edition of the Breakfast Club. Uh, let's look at, uh, yeah, talking about Qurbani. Sirius FM, uh, let Sirius FM uh, make your kurbani for you. Animals are slaughtered and distributed on your behalf. Uh, telephone number 0828517500076. Yeah, write it down. 0765698400. India is 280 rands and Malawi 770 rands. Uh, Sirius FM, First National uh, Bank, branch uh, 251242, account number 6260877422, reference uh, QI or QM, and uh, your name. Uh, Sirius FM, uh, broadcast in the East Rand in South Africa on 105.7 megahertz and on audio streaming to more than 120 countries around the world at www.sirius.fm.mobi. Yeah, you got all that, uh, Alhamdulillah. You have all those details, and I can tell you what's coming up on uh, uh, Sirius FM uh, later on uh, will be the 40 Duruds, uh, the surah from the Noble Quran, and uh, then our very own uh, Mufti, A.K. Hussein, will be giving uh, the translation of the Jumma Kulba from the Holy Lands. And I can tell you, Yusuf, a fantastic week in your company, and well done as a top tech. And uh, to you, uh, you and you, yeah, make duas. Yusuf said, just make duas. He puts up his, just like that, he says, uh, he says, make duas for who? I thought for us too, Yusuf. Yeah, make duas for us. And don't forget the earlier message that I read uh, to you from uh, our very own uh, Faisal Asmal. And uh, this is uh, important because uh, uh, of uh, our brother Muhammad Iklas uh, being kidnapped. And he's from a capital A. And I... Uh, you know, Yusuf, you're absolutely right. He's uh, one of us uh, that, uh, you know, uh, has uh, backed up uh, Muslim media and the owner of Capital A, uh, Mohammed Iklas, was kidnapped in Durban at around uh, 6 p.m. by heavily armed groups uh, with AK-47. Mohammed Iklas is a very close friend of uh, Mufti AK Hussein Sahib of Amarka Sahaba. As Yusuf said, he's one of us and of us because... Uh, yeah, I do appear quite often on that platform too, and he's a director of it. And some of uh, Mufti AK's program uh, is uh, broadcast on our platforms on Sirius FM also. Alhamdulillah, please people, special du'as for a safe return of Muhammad class. And uh, yes, Faisal Asmal, we made sure we did it twice. And as I said, we in the House of Islam that serve a common cause, we all are one. And inshallah, well said there, Yusuf. And we are all of each other. And he, Muhammad is class. Allah make it easy for him. He is of us too, inshallah. Well, keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful broadcasting and a lovely nasheed interspersed. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum.